Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend, Teresa. How are you doing, Teresa? Panda, I'm out of ideas. Like, entirely? Yeah. I This brain, empty. Huh. In general. How about that? Yeah. We've... Uh, Reached max capacity. I wasted all of my brain cells on Neopets lore. And now I don't know how to think anymore. Well, that's valid. Uh huh. How are you today? I am doing great, Teresa. I have some good news. I yeah? beat the Pokemon. Wow. I, I beat the, the Pokemon game, Pokemon Sword. Uh, I have oh, not completed not the Pokemon. No, I got Pokemon you Sword. A lesbian? <laughs> a sword lesbian. A sword lesbian. Instead of a, a shield sapphic. Wow. But yeah, I got Pokemon Sword for my ultimate sword lesbian, Usna Tenjo. And I have completed the game. Wow. I have some, some very sad news to report, Teresa. And, um... That news is, have you heard about the the two characters that you meet at the end of the game? You have all the their names. Their names are Swordward and Shieldbert. And I hate them so much. They're so ugly and stupid looking. And I hate them. <laughs> Aren't they based off of Jedward? Who is Jedward? Oh. Oh. I don't... I feel like... I feel like I've stepped into an alternate timeline. I've never... I've never seen these people before. I don't know why their hair is like that. I guess maybe they are. I mean, they were YouTubers. They're British twin brothers who were YouTubers and then became singers. And I don't know what... (laughs) They're doing with their life, but they're Jedward. It's unfortunate, but I do, now looking at them, see that it is very possible (laughs) that they were based off of these two men. When I saw those ugly little bitches, I was like, is this Jedward? (gasps) Oh, Teresa, I hate them so much. And it's not even that they're ugly, it's also that they're very annoying and Uh, ridiculous. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's stupid, and I cannot believe that someone was paid to design these ugly little men for my Pokemon game. You know who else was paid to design people for Pokemon? Who? The creator of uh, Hoseki no Kuni. Oh, I did know that! Yeah, um, she designed the sleepy hole eye bitches. Yeah! I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I was I was excited about that. I need to catch up on Hoseki. I, I think a new chapter came out and I haven't read it or something like that. And I know I have to read the newest Dungeon Meshi chapter and I'm behind on Beastars and I'm behind on Golden Comics. I was just about to say you're behind on Beastars. Please catch up to Beastars. I know. I'm like literally if I just took out like 10 minutes of my day I'd be caught up but (laughs) 
Whatever. I did read all of Paradise Kiss within 30 hours, though. I saw you tweeting about Paradise Kiss. I don't know what Paradise Kiss is. I've heard the name before. I know that it is a thing that exists. I don't know a single goddamn thing about it. It's created by the woman who made Nana. I've heard of that. And it's it was during the fashion Josai manga movement okay so it's about a girl who is a student and then gets kind of like picked up off the street and asked to be a model for a high school senior fashion school runway thing and it's about her learning to agreeing to become the model but as well as making new friends and becoming a model and kind of like discovering herself along the way and she it's very first of all it's set in 90 so it was made uh it was written from 1999 to 2003 so i guess that explains why she has turf bangs yeah it's very early 2000s and i'm getting that vibe from this art yeah nobody has flip phones everybody has like nokia phones still love it the brick yeah actually no, 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 even at the end, they get new phones and they all have bricks still, I'm pretty sure. And uh, she runs away from home and within a span of two months falls in love with this guy and gives up her virginity to him. And I'm just like, ah! And I finished it yesterday and I cried in bed over it. And that ending, sure, was an ending is all I'm gonna say. I mean, it's a logis- like it's a logical ending, but I still was sad. Oh, yeah, it was fun. So now I'm on a Josai kick. So if anybody has uh, good Josai recommendations, give your girl a little taste. The uh, Utena after the revolution manga were published in a Josai yeah. magazine, I believe. Nice, nice, nice. But I don't know that I recommend them. Uh, true. I know. I've read enough of the manga to know that I'm not wild about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have opinions yeah. about the manga. Yeah, I, I, I don't really. It's fine. But yeah, I just have to go back and watch the anime for real. Yes, you do. You're at the first podcast market. We are a real podcast about fake podcasts. But Hell Teresa, yeah. you, you've said that you, we don't have any ideas anymore. But. Do you have an idea? Because it's your turn technically to go first. I kind of do. Yeah? I think so. I don't know if this is really an idea or not. But um, I thought, I was thinking that it's been a while since we proposed a fiction podcast idea. So I wanted to try and do one of those. Because I think fiction podcasts are a great subset of podcasts as a whole. And this idea was, it takes place in like a call center. And the main character uh-huh. works in, like, this call center. Except it's, like, a, a modern fantasy-type thing. So the technology is also, like, magic technology. So instead of cell phones, they've got spell phones. That's the only joke I came up with. Uh, but I wanted to, to set it in a, like, modern fantasy setting because I thought that that would be kind of fun and an excuse to come up with wild fantasy versions of real-life tech support problems. And the But the plot would be, it would start off and it would just be this main character dealing with, like, people calling in and needing help with 
something. I didn't get very far into what the person actually works for. But they keep getting calls from this one person who is just kind of lonely and wants somebody to talk to. So they keep like coming up with bad excuses for why they need to call this helpline because they want to talk to this person on the other end of the line. And spoiler alert, they fall in love. Hell yeah. That's my idea. I think that's a pretty tried and true plot concept. Yeah. I feel like a lot of fan fictions um, utilize that trope. Yeah. But you know what? It's always delicious, baby. I love it. I don't have a name because I... I feel like that would probably, I feel like the name would probably end up being like whatever the the name of the magical business it is that the main character works for. Mm-hmm. Like Magic Inc. is like an example of what that title wouldn't be, but like the format of the title. I get that. Isn't, no, I was going to say, isn't Touchtone Telephone by Lemon Demon essentially that? But then I realized, no, it's not. <laughs> I only listened to the song like once. So if anybody's screaming at me, apologies. Do not at Teresa on Twitter about Lemon Demon. Or do, but just not shit. about that song. I've never listened. I've only listened to Touchtone Telephone once. Otherwise, I've never listened to Lemon Demon. Unless you consider Brody Quest an official Lemon Demon property, which is not. It's just a Neil C. Segarra property. Wait, I don't but, consider. What about the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny? The what? Please tell me you're joking. Do you do you know about the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny? No. Oh God, I know like literally every word to this song. It was like it's a Lemon Demon song, and there was like a flash video for it, and it was like proto meme culture. And I'm listening. I'm listening to it. Old Godzilla was hopping around Tokyo City like a big, big playground when suddenly Batman burst from the shade and blew up Godzilla with his bat grenade. No, I've never heard this in my life. Oh my god, it's really good. Everybody go listen to Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Uh, when it gets to the Chuck Norris jokes, that's when it really dates the song, but it's really good. So I didn't watch YouTube videos until I got This was actually on Albino Black Sheet. Oh, I I saw. I saw. But I don't, I never watched Flash videos. Like, I remember my cousins make me watch, like, E-Bombs World videos and just be like, when does this end? Like, I have never been a habitual video watcher, literally, until I hit college. Yeah, I would watch videos on Albino Black Sheep. I never got into E-Bombs World. I was... A, I mean, I probably... I watched a handful of Newgrounds videos, I will say. I did watch some Newgrounds videos, too. Like, the thing that truly sticks out to me the most was the Neopets My Happy Ending music video. I hope that it's not the first time that we've talked about this music video oh, on this podcast. absolutely not. It cannot this is like be. Third. This is like the third or you're correct. I used to watch that My Happy Ending music video all the time. I was so impressed with Me too. I watched it so my mom and Cork went on vacation in August and I had the house all into my house to myself. So I found it 
and watched it on the biggest TV in my house. Very, very loud and very, very drunk. Oh my God, Teresa, we're doing that when you come visit. Oh, yes. Because Jimmy and I have like a really big TV. Oh, yes. We need to like make a list of all the things we need to watch as a family. We do. Like (laughs) when you went to bed when you and Jimmy came to for Anime NYC last year. You guys watched Petscop. We watched Petscop, but then we proceeded to watch LSD Dream Simulator videos for like an hour. So we can do that again as a family, I guess. Magical. Yeah, so you're telling me you don't have any ideas. Can you give me some concepts for some characters since you don't have an idea for this podcast? That's the thing. I need to help me with like where, what what type of business this is. Like what do they make that people keep needing to to call customer service about? I kind of like this just being like cell phones. Cell like phones? Like not even magic cell phones, just... Cell phones geared towards magical beings. You know, like how the jitterbug phones are aimed towards elderly people? Yes. What about just a magic cell phone? Okay, what does a magic cell phone have that makes it advantageous for a magic person? Magic seal. Werewolf proof. (laughs) Waterproof. <laughs> Werewolf proof has really got me. <laughs> long battery life. Ooh, long battery life. Vampires can still use it to take photos, camera. Ooh, okay, yeah, I like that. You can't hex other people's stuff. Like like a like a technomancer in Buffy. Remember that? A technomancer, but technomancer proof. You can pay extra for that panda just cut out but i'm gonna keep spitting out my magic cell phone ideas and she could just hear them when she and jimmy edit buttons that are bigger so when you transform into like a werewolf or a demon you could still type you could still text your mom hey mom i'm stuck in the forest and just ate a squirrel because i'm a werewolf right now a ghost could be able to hold them. I think that would be really fun. So I guess that's something for magic cell phones. Because I assume if you're a ghost, you wouldn't be able to use a regular cell phone. Because it would just fall through you. But if you had a magic cell phone, you could call your mom from the afterlife. Uh, Houdini's wife would love that. Because she tried to contact him in the afterlife every Halloween until she died herself. I'm starting to run out of deal ideas. Panda better get here soon. What? That's the music that I use in Utsunet Cast whenever there's a technical difficulty. I loaded it into the soundboard while we were having technical difficulty. <laughs> Good job. Okay, so Teresa, why don't you tell me about what you were talking about while I couldn't hear you? <laughs> so I uh, carried the weight of this podcast once again. <laughs> And gave some good ideas for why a magic cell phone would be a good idea. And so, besides werewolf, did you hear me talk about Technomancers from Buffy for a second? 
No. Oh, okay. So you know how in Buffy, how there's like the technomancers and yeah, yeah. So like you could technomancer proof your cell phone, unlike regular human phones. If you you could have big buttons, so if you're in a werewolf, you could still text your mom and be like, hey, "Wait a minute, mom. I thought they were werewolf proof." No, if you're a werewolf, you could still use them. You're just big, beautiful werewolf strength won't break your phone, unlike a puny okay. iPhone. Okay. Anyway, catch up with my vision, Panda. Obviously. <laughs> so if you're a werewolf, you could text your mom with your big buttons like, boop, boop, boop. Hey, mom, just ate a squirrel. Still a werewolf. Um, if <laughs> And other things you would text your mom if you were a werewolf. Yeah, definitely. I would text my mom that if I was a werewolf. <laughs> if you were a ghost, like, I would imagine if you were a ghost... Your phone would just fall out of your hands. But this phone would just become ghost phone. They make special phones for ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I was also thinking they make phones in different sizes for like, there's like tiny little phones for little fairies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Optimized for your species and magical ability yeah so i that's what i'm thinking okay yeah just that sounds great there's definitely a lot of ways to appeal to the magic population and sell them i think i'm going with the name is Spellphone inc that's awful panda we can i know but i like the name Spellphone. it's not a lot in my podcast then you come up with a name. I already I did a name. Um, phone. Great job, Teresa. <laughs> ten out of ten. Knocked that one out of the park. Thank you. We are <laughs> way, way better than spell phone. Just phone. <laughs> we all can't be geniuses like me. I know. I uh, am not worthy of your presence. Thank you. I know. Um, You're welcome. I will be sending you my bill after this episode is done. (laughs) Because I do pay you to be on this show. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) If anything, I should be paying you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's actually think of a real name that's not Spellphone. Um, Okay. um... Magic. Ooh, it's magic. Oh, it's magic. (laughs) Mr. Sandman, spell me a (laughs) E.T. Phone Zone. It could be about an alien. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? Sure. I rewatched Sarah Zamai recently. Tease. I watched the dub. You watched it with um your roommate, right? I did. Yeah. I on a whim because Jimmy made some joke about Sarah Zamai, and I, upon realizing that Jillian did not know what Sarah Zamai was, did the the gleeful thing that I like to do, which is show people the first episode of Sarah Sandmai with no warning. Oh, that's so great. And they fell in love with it and we watched the whole thing and we watched the dub and it was not as bad as I thought it was. Um, utterly sexy though. 
Okay, look, I don't love utterly sexy, but admittedly the song does translate well into English and it's pretty catchy. Sexy. Because they're like, let desire flow, never let it go. Let desire flow, never let it go. Utterly sexy. I should have just like loaded up a clip of that instead of singing it, but I didn't have that forethought. It's okay. You're fine. But yeah, Sarah's at my dub. Good. Oh, good to know. Maybe I'll rewatch it. I only thought of that because there's like an E.T. reference and you said the thing about uh, E.T. That's why that came up. <laughs> I recently watched Given last week. Oh, I heard that's for real gay. It sure is. That's great. Um, yeah. Multiple. Do you multiple boys kiss? Just two boys kiss. Does uh, Given get the tease recommendation? Actually, yes. It's good. Wow. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. The coveted tease enjoyment of anime. I know. How dare I like things. I haven't read the manga, though, but I've heard the manga's really good, too. I think I have a friend that reads the manga or yeah. read the manga. Yeah. Speaking of anime that you love, I'm going to see Pro <laughs> Promare this weekend. Oh, boy. I'm kind of excited about it. This is your first time seeing it, yeah? Yeah, but I mean, like, I know kind of generally things about it. Mm-hmm. Well, when you see the CEO of racism. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Well. I, you'll enjoy, uh. I love Japanese anime racism. Oh, boy. There sure is some. Oof. Oofa-doofa. Oofa-doofa. Um, do we want to wrap up this bad boy? Yeah, we should, because we did just devolve into talking about anime. Sorry. Yeah, and we uh, hit that uh, podcasting out of the park, in my opinion. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. Tease, where can people find you online? You can follow me at Vicuna, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. So I'm going to guess this up for the whole next month. Um, next month is MacFest. And um, is in the National Harbor in Maryland. If you're going Thursday night at 1 a.m., I'll be in a panel. Um, I will be doing a panel with a few friends on early 2000s internet culture and how it shaped a whole bunch of us to be gay. So I'm pretty much talking about Neopets for a whole hour. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Is there really, any way that you can record this? MAGFest sometimes does live streams of panels. So if they don't, I will Twitter live stream it probably. Okay. If you can get a recording of it, I would be willing to like try and edit that and then just put it in this podcast feed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll see what I could do. Also, I got permission from, uh, I did, I don't remember if I actually mentioned this on the podcast, but I did an interview for a Twitter mutual of mine's college project about like internet culture and podcasting and stuff uh, like fandom and on the internet and podcasting and stuff. And oh. uh, I got permission to edit that interview and put it in this podcast feed. So that should be upcoming at some point now that I no longer have a job for the next couple of weeks, I will have lots of time to edit things. Yay. But also Yay. in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to get to see you. Yay. I'm very excited about that. I'm very it's excited be really to, fun. to show you Waffle House. Yeah, I am so pumped to have Waffle House for the first time in my life. Actually, no, that's a lie. I've had it one other time. But it was when my parents were getting divorced, so... 
Um, Britta. It's okay. If you would like to send us your podcast ideas, you can send those to us on Twitter or you can email us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com or you can hit up our Tumblr. <laughs> freshpodcastmarket.tumblr.com I think. That's it. Is it Fresh yeah, Pod Market so. or Fresh Podcast Market? I don't even fucking know anymore. <laughs> it's one of those two is where you yeah. can find us online. Uh-huh. Kinda. Oh, whoopsie doodles. If you liked our theme song, that was Cold Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That is our producer, Jimmy. You can find them at Jimothy Cham on Twitter. And Oh, we have a Kofi. Donate to my Kofi because I don't have a job anymore. And also I'm getting married. Yeah. So I need money from you, the listeners, who love and support us. Yeah. And I love you, random internet stranger. Uh, thank you, Teresa, for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market. Panta, thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market. Everybody? It's time to go drink the apple cider that's been sitting in your fridge that you couldn't stop thinking about all episode. Have a good one. Oh, I did make that ratatouille for Thanksgiving and it was killer. Nice. Um, my pumpkin roll came out pretty good too. Nice. We're so talented.